Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brewmakers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tap that keg. I'm just here for the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Indeed, we welcome you to Just Here for the Beer radio broadcast and podcast, Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM, HD3. Joe Larry and Rick Mohabir broadcasting from one of our favorite spots. Oh, yeah. Not only Lower Mainland, but on the North Shore, home of the best burger. Bur- yes. It's the uh, famous Gull Pub on uh, First Avenue. And it's a dedicated show to the craft beer scene of the North Shore. And we're joined by Jennifer Belak, who is the executive director of Vancouver's North Shore Tourism. Ladies and gentlemen, hand for yeah. Jennifer Belak. Welcome. Is this, is this your first uh, radio experience? It is. It is. <laughs> How do you like it so far? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the ambiance is great. Can't yeah. go wrong here. It's kind of cool. So we're here in advance of a big event. Uh, you've been doing this now for a couple of years, but it seems to have grown exponentially, as has the North Shore beer scene. Oh, has it ever. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, understand, Rick, then you would know this because uh, Vancouver's North Shore was the location of Canada's first microbrewery that was opened in 1982, Horseshoe Bay Brewing. Yeah. And uh, oh, how it's grown since. Because when you think of great beer areas, I think per capita, this probably leads the province, I would think. I think so, yeah. Yeah. The the shipyards brewing area, and of course, we're broadcasting from the Gull, and just a stone's throw from here, there's some really good stuff. But you have the North Shore Craft Beer Week uh, coming up in November, and uh, this show will dedicate to half of the participants. And our early show next month will dedicate to the other half of the participants. So tell us about the North Shore Craft Beer Week. Yeah, so we started this back in 2017. Uh, We were the third community uh, to join the BC Ale Trail. And when I was putting this all together for, I think we were at six breweries at that time, I... um, wanted to do something a little bit more to, to celebrate the breweries that we had because that was when we learned about this first ever microbrewery uh, in Canada being in Horseshoe Bay. Um, and our territory at Vancouver's North Shore Tourism sort of runs from Deep Cove all the way to Horseshoe Bay. So I thought this was a really interesting story. And we um, decided at the time to put a craft beer week together and we used the lady who was running the shipyards night market at the time uh, to help us put together a big launch event we invited all the breweries to come and it was a great success uh, it was so successful that in 2018 the second year I wanted to kind of run it all myself and invited all the breweries to come and that was a lot of work yeah. <laughs> to put it together and I think we were uh, up at eight or nine breweries even at that point and um, it's just grown and grown and grown since then you know as you, we've got the shipyards brewery district and then many other breweries around the north shore and lots more already in the pipes to open up uh, in the next two years so it's um, yeah it's just really grown over the years and we really wanted to do more and more to support the breweries because of the history that was there and they're just all such a great group of guys um, and girls Mm -hmm. running the breweries on the north shore so yeah that was kind of how it all came about and that's one of the things i love about this area joe is like you could literally park in one spot and walk to about four or five different breweries and, and take your time and enjoy each one of them because they all have their own 
sort of like ambiance and 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 you know their their own styles of beers and everything. So, and with the exception of of like for example, Black Kettle is not in this immediate vicinity. Wild Eye, who we'll be talking to, is not in this immediate vicinity, but they're not far away. But the ones in the immediate vicinity are literally a stone's throw. Also from uh, the Lonsdale Key and uh, and and transit and the C bus and the C bus, yeah. um, but it's just amazing to me to think that we've talked about this, Jennifer, on show. We've been doing this broadcast podcast since 2010, and I can't think of any other profession. I don't know if you've thought of one in the meantime, no. where like for example, if Earl's runs out of prime beef on a Friday night, they're not borrowing it from their competitor. Okay. The beer community is unlike any other. They all work in collaboration with each other. They'll lend each other materials. They'll lend each other staff if somebody goes down. It's really a tight-knit community. And this is every beer community that you deal with. It's the same thing. Yeah, and that's actually an interesting point because they're just gearing up to do the collaboration brew that we do every year on the North Shore to celebrate Craft Beer Week. Uh, the breweries all get together and some donate the, the malt and and somebody hosts it and somebody else makes the label and they come together to create a really fun and creative yeah. beer each year to celebrate Craft, Bre- Craft Beer Week. So, And I know that uh, all of the breweries involved uh, do their own night or their own special event during Craft Beer Week and of course we'll talk to them all about that. But um, there is a big kickoff uh, in November that uh, you have offered to me to uh, be the host of, which I'm very much looking forward to. Tell us about uh, that event. Yeah, so the launch event will be on November 2nd at the Pipe Shop in North Vancouver, down in the Shipyards District. And uh, we've got live music, uh, same as last year, Musos Entertainment, and they're one of our top sponsors. Um, We've got prizes and silent auction items and just lots of uh, great beer, obviously. And we've got our local cidery joining us, um, as well as um, the award-winning Copper Penny Distillery, who will also be there crafting some fun drinks. Um, there's food trucks and games and all kinds of things. So, And it does sell out every year. It does. And uh, let's talk about the proceeds. Uh, last year, you had proceeds of $20,000 uh, from the launch event. And what did you do with those proceeds? Yeah, so we've been trying to donate the proceeds because we are, as Vancouver's North Shore Tourism Association, we are a nonprofit organization. And so even back in... 2018, which was the first year that we sort of did the whole launch event ourselves, we had $500 in proceeds and donated it um, to a local organization. And, um, you know, sort of post-COVID in last year being the first year that we had gotten back in person for the launch event, um, we really put our best foot forward to try and raise as much money as possible. And we were blown away when we ran the numbers the day after and saw that we were 20000 ahead. And that went to Lionsgate Hospital Foundation. And, and how many years ago did you have the $500 donation? That was 2018. 2018. So in four or five years, it's grown exponentially. That's that's tremendous. And you know something, Joe? It's, it's really funny because people don't realize just how much work actually goes into putting on an event like yeah. this. And it, it's from the smallest detail, right, to, down to, to the food, to security, everything to, to make sure that it runs smoothly. Well, And not only that, Jennifer, but as the scene grows, and you said there's a couple more in the pipeline, so maybe this time next year or a year or two down the road, there's going to be more to juggle, more to work in, so the, the, the workout load is going to get more onerous. What, um, where's the proceeds going to uh, from the, uh, the launch event this year? 
We are donating the proceeds to North Shore Rescue, North Shore Search and Rescue, um, which was sort of, well, it wasn't sort of, it was the first place that we donated to back in 2018 with $500. And so um, North Shore Rescue is really important uh, from a tourism perspective because we do get a lot of people that come and they want to experience the North Shore. And there's so much to experience um, from bikes and attractions and everything. But a lot of times people come, they're not fully prepared for the wildness that we have on the North Shore. And um, North Shore Rescue, without question, are the ones that always jump in to help people when they need it. And so it's near and dear to my heart. I have a a big background in emergency preparedness, so I really want to take care of North Shore Rescue this year. So November 2nd is the uh, North Shore Craft Beer Week launch. Uh, and uh, tickets are available where? Uh, you can get, if you go to our website under our signature events, vancouversnorthshore.com, under events and then signature events, you'll see our craft beer week there, and it'll take you through to a link on Eventbrite. You can also search for it on Eventbrite as well. Well, that is uh, so cool. I'm so glad that we hooked this up. Now, this is the first of two shows. Next month we'll be doing, we'll be seeing you again yeah. with a different roster of breweries. Uh, thank you so much for uh, making this happen. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers. Just Cheers. here for the Beer Radio is sponsored by Angry Otter Liquor Stores and their flagship Liquor on 248. Check out Angry Otter Liquor where local lives. Why choose between variety and experience when you can have both? Angry Otter Liquor where local lives. Go to angryotterliquor.crs for a spot near you. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored by Angry Otter Liquor Stores and the flagship Liquor on 248th. Why choose between variety and experience when you can have both? The Angry Otter aisles are filled, and you can shop them with their trained team and vast, cultivated, curated selection. Go to angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir from justhereforthebeer.com, at JHFTB, on Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also listen to episodes of our show versus through all those streaming services that all those kids have today on their That's uh, right. on their telephones. Yes. We're broadcasting from the Gull uh, in North Vancouver, home of the best burger on the North Shore. No question. Yeah. We've, we've been happy with it. And we're joined by, we're actually we're promoting the beers of the North Shore because this program and our next show, we're focusing on all those participants in North Shore Craft Beer Week. And, of course, the big kickoff event is happening November 2nd at the Pipe Shop. Laura Mee Fairfield is a sales rep with Wild Eye Brewing. Wild Eye Brewing. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Excited to be on. Yeah. Well, how's how's Wild Eye Brewing doing? 
Good. Busy. Yeah. Very busy. We're still kind of recovering from summer and kind of trying to shove through and loading up all our cars, trucks, vans, dollies with as much beer as we can get out the door there. It's been it's been great. We have uh, we've been many times Rick and I have been on the North Shore doing the, you know, glad handy shaking hands and kissing babies tour with breweries. And uh, you're a great place to wait out the bridge lineup. <laughs> that's that's a backhanded compliment. You're a great place anyway, but it's a really cool spot. It's like, you know what? The bridge lineup is way too long. Let's just, well, go, let's just go have a beer. Yeah. That's yeah. when people ask me, oh, where's your broom? Like, remember when you're stuck in traffic and you saw that logo? Yeah, that's us. That's you. Uh, so how long have you been in the game? I've been with Wild Eye for about a year and a half now. Okay. Came in from hospitality through that background. That's kind of how I got to know Sam, our founder, and all that. And she's so of... she's so cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's she's all right. She's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what uh, what's in Wild Eye's portfolio? What um, to, for people that aren't familiar with the brand, perhaps what uh, what do you promote? What uh, what what do you uh, tell us would, would be your star beer? Yeah, star beer. I mean, the one we're known for, the one that you'll see kind of everywhere, is our Czech Pilsner. Um, that's that's our key one. It's super clean, super crisp. You know, North Shore water being high up in the mountains, you get that low minerality, really sort of mimics the water in the Pils region where that beer started at all, really. We're coming up on the 180th anniversary of the Czech Pilsner. Wow. Um, so we're looking to celebrate that with something exciting. How much did uh, being able to enclose your patio or even a have a patio uh, help you during those uh, those troubling past couple of years? Yeah, that was huge for us. So that patio originally was going to be a parking lot. Yeah. Um, and then basically because of the the rapid bus line that's coming through, they, there were safety concerns with that and the construction. So then we were able to turn that into a patio. And then flip that again through the you know the pandemic restrictions and whatnot. We uh, we got to get an extra couple seats in there, which definitely helped us through. Nice. And what's you got a pretty sizable capacity right now, don't you? Yeah, we're it works out to about eighty five total. Right. Um, we're working on you know our grand scheme of things. We want to build out that patio. You know, it's a little bit of an event tent with some patio with some uh, a frame tables. Yeah, <laughs> it's still a nice spot. Let's start thinking rooftop. Let's petition yeah. city council. Let's think rooftop park uh, patio. Oh gonna, yeah, yeah. Um, so what are you doing during North Shore Craft Beer Week? Do you have a special uh, special event night planned? North Shore Craft Beer Week, um, we're kind of just in the stages of planning that, yeah. you know, okay. figuring out what we're going to do with all the breweries. We're getting the uh, collab brew is happening on Friday. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, over at Shaketown there. We're really pumped to uh, to take part. We always come up with something cool. Oh, that's, that's, that's a br- cool That's spot. brew day, is it? Correct, yeah. Brew day. So do you know what, uh, what the collab is going to be? I do not. That's a question for smarter minds yeah. than me. Uh, <laughs> right, right. And uh, this will be available exclusively at all of the participants uh, during Craft Beer Week and beyond. Is that is that the plan? Correct, yep. Uh, what we did last year, you know, we made a, a nice little hazy IPA, came up with a special label for it, and then we distributed a little bit of it What in kind of select liquor stores, really craft-based ones, just to showcase the North Shore. So pardon my ignorance because I spend a lot of time on the North Shore, but where, where does city and where is district? Are you city or district? We are district. Your district. Okay. Yes. Um, it's kind of a big wiggly line moving yeah. up through. Um, we are district, so kind of what we always say is we're we're down the road from the brewers' down the row road. out in North Van. You are so you, there's you, there's Bridge Brewing. Um, those are the two breweries that are in the district of North Vancouver. Correct. And then you've got uh, a couple of great distilleries not far from you. Yeah. You got a nice little sort of like a nice little circle of your own in that in that immediate mm-hmm. vicinity. Yeah, we've got Sons of Vancouver. We've got Woods Distilling. Right. We worked on a couple collaborations with. Our old limoncello sour. Oh wow! They provided the limoncello for that back when spirits were allowed in beer. Right. And uh, we try to partner with as many of the sort of local local groups as we can, even when it's not an event. 
Yeah. And, and any special event nights at Wild Eye Brewing that um, you want to promote? Yeah, big time. We have trivia nights. We have open mic nights, live music. We do a drag brunch um, every month to, in support of the uh, North Vancouver Pride Association. Yeah. Uh, they're a lot of fun. Um, people get a little rowdy on the Sundays, <laughs> but... <laughs> Who doesn't? Sunday fun day, right? No better place to be rowdy than a place where there's some beer flowing, huh? Why not? It's all right. Well, for sure. Uh, so, well, congratulations. So the collab beer will be available soon. We will see you, of course, for the uh, launch party November 2nd at the Pipe Shop. That is North Van Craft Beer Week. Uh, Laura Mee Fairfield from Wild Eye Brewing. Say hi to Sam for us. Yeah, we will. Thank you. All right. Cheers. 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 Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the Beer Radio, presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives 28 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan. It's British Columbia's premier, premier liquor shopping experience with something for everyone. Go to angryotterliquor.crs for a list of locations. It's Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir from Just Here for the Beer at JHFTB on Twitter. Instagram, or I guess X. So, yeah, I was just going to say, do we still call it Twitter? I well, thought it was X I, I think that's being shut down uh, by, by us very soon because apparently Elon wants to charge. charge. Elon yeah. can go reproduce himself. Okay, X uh, formerly but, known as Twitter. Yeah, X yes. formerly known as in, in Twitter. Press. Yes. But uh, anyway, I digress. We're at the the Gull in North Vancouver. What a great spot this is. Awesome Always spot. a treat to be up here. And it's um, uh, with we're joined by Jeff Nairn, who is the owner and cider maker of Windfall yeah. Cider. Windfall Cider. Been uh, been running into you a number of places over uh, over the years. We were just kind of comparing notes. We did a show some years back at the Late Great Tangent Cafe Late Great. on Commercial Definitely. Drive. And can't remember if you were actually on the show or just around when we were doing the show. But uh, uh, the thing that always impressed me is that we, you were kind of, when beer was starting to blow up, you, were, you took a different off-ramp. And I don't know if you considered beer or if you just thought, well, you know, it seems like it's pretty oversaturated. Let me kind of do my own thing. But um, I'll give you style points because you're in so many places. And I know that, you know, you kind of get one at a time. And you're out there shaking hands and kissing babies and dropping off samples. And you're getting on menu boards. So congrats. My, my wife and I did a good job for the first two years yeah. of selling and definitely got into a lot of great spots. And I know that when we were talking, because I, w- I would run into Jeff at so many different places, um, <laughs> always with contracts in hand saying, hey, why don't you sign up for a couple of shows? But anyway, and you didn't think you were there yet because you said that you had more grandiose plans. You weren't just going to make cider and get on tap. You, you wanted to. You envisioned your own place. 
that would uh, proudly sit uh, somewhere in a, in a location to be determined. Yeah. And now you are in the Shipyards Brewing District. Yeah, the first three years, so 2018, 2019, and then into 2020, we operated as a contract manufacturing operation. So we had other places that made our stuff. And the grand plan was always to have a bricks-and-mortar production facility as well as tasting room. And by hook or by crook, we ended up here in the uh, Shipyards District here in North Vancouver. And it was it was more of a lucky circumstance. We were not actually looking for a place when we found it. Uh, beer Brewing was our first contract, our first tap on the North Shore. And I popped in to visit them, Matt and crew, and uh, went in. And when I came out, there was a big sign actually where Shaketown Brewing is right now saying contact this real this realtor for this the, space. the space. And I contacted the realtor. We didn't get that space. That's Shaketown's. But we got a space right close to it. So I like to say that uh, we didn't necessarily choose the North Shore. The North Shore chose us. And that's one of the things that, that a lot of places, whether it be breweries, distilleries, cideries, struggle with, right, is finding that optimum location where it not only do you have room for the tasting room etc but for your production facility as well well i would think also if i'm a greedy landlord and there are some out there i hear uh if all of a sudden i knew that my property was in an area that's really blowing up with a nice little beer beverage scene uh suddenly my my lease rates might just start to rise rather dramatically so that's kind of a risk as well which they have they have yeah yeah but, um, you know, you're, you're nestled nicely in a little walking strip. I don't even know what the square footage is of the range from, say, where, where we're at here, the Gull and, and North Point and Streetcar. And, and you know what? There's with it's just a very short walk. Mind you, there is a hill that you have to maneuver. But that aside, there's so many great little places you can, you can just check off your well, it's list. A, it's a two-block by one-block area. Yeah. yeah. And seven yeah, yeah. breweries. Cidery, winery, and distillery, all in that two-block-by-one-block block radius. So it's very easily navigated, not even on a bike. <laughs> and, and Which is good. Can, in East Van, you need a bike. Yeah. You, you can trip from one location to another. Yeah. But, Jeff, e- even if they were all competing cideries, it still creates a good scene. The fact that you're an adjunct to a lot of breweries kind of makes you like a nice alternative, mm-hmm. but still within the, the same general, you know, uh, area of, of adult beverage. Yeah. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about where all of us are, and that includes all of the 10 alcohol producing or producing facilities, is we've got the shipyards, we've got the Seabus uh, dock, which is a five-minute walk away from where we are. Notwithstanding, we've got Tap and Barrel, which is the second largest restaurant in Western Canada, yeah. which also features us and features all of like a number of our uh, co-producers in this area. But there's Tap and Barrel, there's Joey, there's going to be a King Taps, which is an adjunct of Cactus, Cactus Club. Yeah. And that just gathers up a lot of people who then can explore further afield and come and visit us, exactly. which is fantastic. And we've got the population base over here on Lonsdale. There's a population base in Moodyville. So there's a lot of people that can walk. And, and we're not maxed out yet because we were talking with Jennifer Belak from Vancouver's North Shore mm-hmm. Tourism. And she says there's a couple more names in the pipeline. So I, I presume they're all in the same general quadrant of, of North Vancouver? 
I don't know of every one of them, but I do know for us, there's a meadery which is going to be opening up right beside us. Yeah. Wow. And we haven't met them necessarily. I think right. Natalie bumped into whomever it is that's going to be opening up that meadery, but it's going to be like right beside us. So there'll be another producer we had in a, the area. We had a little dalliance with a meadery, uh, or a, was it a mead-based mead based co- beer? Mead-based beer or cocktail. Yeah. Uh, mead sort of racks that price point up quite a bit, though. That's uh, that's a, that's an expensive property, mead. Well, it, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, you're going to be talking with uh, Enrico from um, Braggot Brewing, which right. is effectively a beer slash mead. Okay. So it's a honey beer. Right. Um, and I can't necessarily speak to the economics of it, but Humblebee Meadery, which we know quite well that operates mm-hmm. in East Vancouver, they make a, a terrific product. I don't think that it's all that much more expensive than okay. beer. Well, maybe it, was, maybe it was an RTD that we tried or something. Could be, because yeah. the, the price point yeah, on a four-pack was, was, was pretty high. Quite, quite up there, wow. yeah. Um, so what what is on the windfall menu, Jeff? Well, right now we've got nine ciders on tap in the tasting room. We've got a beer. We're going to be featuring a Moodyville, or rather a, a Moody Ales, Oktoberfest beer this weekend. Um, we have all of our flagships. So Windfall Jackpot, Windfall Hail Mary, and Windfall Wildcard, as well as Joyride and Joyride Rosé. But we've also got a couple of small batch ciders. We've got a Lavender Haze, which was a lavender-infused cider. That's one of the cool ones that we have right now. And we've got Northern Lights, which is a Kevick fermented uh, Jonah Gold single varietal. So we've got nine ciders available and nine ciders to explore. And do these range in alcohol by volume, or are they all pretty in a consistent range? More or less around the 7% range, but Joyride, Joyride Rosé are 5.5%. And we do get up a little bit for one of our ciders, which is called Rose Color Glasses, which was a co-ferment with wine skins or grape, red grape skins. That's about 8.5%. But generally, you should be looking at about 7% for a cider. Okay, so it's called Windfall Cidery, and it is uh, on Esplanade um, in the Shipyards Brewery District. Where exactly are you looking? We're right between La Cerveceria and Copper Penny Distilling. Right. And you're, of course, probably slammed on good weather weekends, I'm guessing, right? We are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yesterday, which was a bad weather day, not so much slammed. (laughs) Yeah, seven days a week? uh, No, we're we're not not going to be open Monday and Tuesdays moving forward into the fall and winter. Yeah. And otherwise, Tuesday through Sunday, opening up at 1 o'clock every day. And I'm guessing you have a little outdoor action going because everybody else seems to. No, we have a beautiful outdoor patio. And much like Fieldhouse out in Abbotsford uh, managed to transform a couple of shipping containers into their patio, we did the same. So we've got a beautiful shipping container sitting out front. Windfall Cider, Jeff Nairn is the owner and uh, ciderist. Is it ciderist? What is, what is it? Cider maker. Cider maker. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks, Cheers, guys. Buddy. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. You're listening.
listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio broadcasting from the Gull in North Vancouver. Just here for the beer, available through all streaming devices in podcast form. You can also check us out on social media at JHFTB. We're focused on part one of the North Shore craft beer scene. Part two will be our October show. Of course, November 2nd is the launch party for North Shore Craft Beer Week at the Pipe Shop. Tickets are going very quickly. And um, the beer scene over in this part of the world has grown incredibly in, uh, in the last few years. It's massive. I guess the newest entry is Braggot Brewing. Enrico Bavero is the owner and uh, brewer. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me here. Our pleasure. When when did you uh, when did you jump into the North Shore beer scene? How long ago? Uh, so we started about the summer of last year, and uh, in um, like uh, beginning of the summer. So it's been about a year, a little bit longer than a year that you're opening on plan. So, first of all, where are you located in relation to where everybody else is? So we are at the end of Esplanade, uh, so the east end of Esplanade. So we're the last or the first, depending if you start from the, right. from the west or from the east. Right. And uh, are you, do you live in North Van? Did, like, did you decide you wanted to be in North Van or what? why, why here? So it's a great location. I think it's uh, there are a few spots in, uh, in the Greater Vancouver area that allow for brewing for a brewery district. Uh, North Van is one of that, and I think it's it's one of the it has one of the best sceneries. Like in terms of view, we have a oceanfront view. We have a beautiful sunset. The view of the downtown area. We really couldn't ask for a better location. It's a great community with many other breweries. We all work together. We organize brewery crawls and uh, prices and. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I love about this area too, Joe. Is is you know when you're looking for a spot, those things aren't necessarily top of mind. It's, it's you know, can I find the spot? Can I get a the tasting room in there? Do I have enough room for production? But to be able to add to that, right, and and have the view and and of downtown and the sunset, oh, beautiful. But I think also it's nice that there's already a scene there. Like you don't yes. need if you were the new kid on the block and the only kid on the block. It might be a little tougher to sort of carve out your own audience, but if you're joining an area where there's already a great scene from one Very end of true. Esplanade to the other, uh, if you can afford a piece of property, why not? Why not get yourself? What What is Braggot known for in terms of its style of beer? So Braggot is uh, an ancient drink uh, made with honey and grain. Uh, it dates back to a time before agriculture when people didn't have enough grains for beer or honey for mead. Uh, so they were mixing the two ingredients, and our strength is that we make uh, the honey. We we have our own honey made. Uh, no, the bees make the our honey. Bees. The bees make the honey. You don't and make bees, the honey. Well, yeah. We have the bees. You, you own the bees. Uh, so they so make we, the honey. Yeah. we extract the honey. We, we <laughs> jar it. We put it in the buckets in the drinks, and uh, so we try to differentiate different. Uh, Honey varieties based on the season, and we put it in our drinks. So we try to um, basically have uh, uh, different flavors in the various drinks, depending on the spring to the summer and the late summer. Uh, so at the seasonal variety, um, having a product that is really local, that uh, it changes. For example, if we had the bees from uh, the Okanagan or from a different areas, the Braga would taste uh, completely different. Uh, so it's a very local product. We're green. And, uh, 
sustainable. So you have you have hives. You have your own beehives. Yes. Where are they located? In Delta. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. the closest place we could find enough land to keep bees. Right. Uh, obviously, there's not enough space in North Shore. Is it is it easy keeping bees or is it difficult? It's getting harder and harder <clears throat> every year. You know, there's more and more pests, more and more challenges. But you know, we just have to cope with them, try to adapt, and uh, you know, try to keep the uh, bees. You know, they're at the base of the food chain. We depend on them. We try to support the bees mm-hmm. and uh, utilize their their hard work in our drinks. And I hope people appreciate that. That's a, that's a pretty cool concept. I, I know that um, there's hives on the top of the Fairmont Pacific Rim yeah. Hotel, um, and they, they they've, of course, it's a very very big area. But I'd be really curious to the process. Like, so when you pull out the cone and you scrape off the the honey, the cat, yeah. that then just goes in a tank, and then you mix that with other stuff. Or what's the process of making your beer? Yeah, so typically once a year we extract the honey, which means we extract the frames. The frames, is, they're filled with uh, honeycomb and honey, so we remove the cappings with a capping fork or knife, and then we put them in an extractor, which is nothing else than a centrifuge. The honey just comes out and then flows down to like a spout, and we put it in buckets uh, for the, the ones that we use for the brewing, and then we add them in the brewing process, or we put them in jars, and we sell the jars at our store. And, and I guess if I know my bees properly, um, you, you never, you rarely get stung if you if you know how to deal with bees. Is that correct? Yeah, still you, you get stung sometimes. It's good to get stung. I got stung yesterday here <laughs> and here <laughs> in my hand. Have you ever done the beard of bees? Uh, no, I never. No, done not, not that crazy. So, what is your background? How long have you been uh, brewing? Uh, I've been brewing since. Uh, Late 90s. I've been keeping bees since the early 2000. It took me a while. Oh, so you have an aviary of your own. Yeah. Is that the word? Is that the word for beers? Bees? Bees? Aviaries. Is it? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just making words up. But you're so you're a bee guy, and a beer guy. Yes. We started with bees. I mean, it was a family tradition of making wine for generations. I wanted to make something different. They say that wine absorbs the flavor from the land because of the nearby plants and the minerals in the soil but i think that's even more true for a product that is made with honey because bees literally go and forage on different flowers so they get very distinct flavors depending on what's available in the season and so i started home brewing a long time ago and then i decided to keep bees because i wanted to make braggot with uh, my own honey and then when i tasted the honey from the hive i couldn't really stop beekeeping it became a passion i thought it was just going to be a side hobby but it became a passion, and then over the past 15, actually 17 years now, uh, we just uh, built enough uh, experience and uh, you know, number of hive in our apiaries to be able to support the commercial operation. So, so you um, you've been doing this now. You said you've been opening in North Vancouver for about a year. Yes. How many different beers do you have on your menu? Now we have uh, six different beers. Typically, we have four seasonal beer: one made with spring honey, uh, midsummer, two midsummer honeys, and one with late summer honey, matched with different type of malts from light to dark. And then we have seasonal varieties, and now we are making stronger varieties, almost uh, like 11.5-11.9 percent, which, which is really something between uh, a beer and a mead. I think the alcohol yeah. mm-hmm. really helps bring in the flavors of the honey. To the nose. So, Enrico, is there really that much difference between spring honey, mid, early summer, midsummer, late? Su- 
Uh, very different. I remember the first time I opened the hive, uh, uh, it was uh, like early 2000. I tasted honey, it was tasting like strawberry almost, somewhere between honey and strawberry juice. The next year, I went to the same hive, same time of the year, and it tasted completely different, almost more like raspberry. It was as delicious, but very wow. different. I'll give you an example. I presume if the bees were just foraging on an apple tree, they would make a honey that would taste very similar. And if I were to make a braggot from that honey, it would probably taste very similar to a cider. If they were foraging from, let's say, uh, strawberries, it would I would make a honey, and if I were to ferment that honey, it would taste very similar to a strawberry wine. And yet we had different names for, let's say, cider uh, or wine from grapes. Yeah. While for braggot or mead, we just call it mead. But the honey is that distinct because the honey that comes from, let's say, apples has a flavor that is completely different from the honey that comes from strawberries. Wow. Now, we don't go, we don't, we're not that presumptuous that we say our honey is like monoflora. We only have, let's say, strawberry or uh, blackberries or blueberries. We have a white flower, but yet you can distinguish flavors like mm-hmm. uh, notes from the spring honey, which is more like cherry maple, to the midsummer, which is like blueberry, blackberry mainly, but of course there are all the wildflower grasses, still the late summer honey, like the balsam, pumpkin, thistle. So that's incredible. That, that is. So we've learned about bees, we've learned about beers, and this is Braggot Brewing. Uh, whether first on Esplanade or the end of Esplanade, whichever way you look at it. Enrico Bavaro, who is the owner and uh, brewmaster. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you very much. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio broadcasting from the Gull. In North Vancouver, just here for the beer presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. 28 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan. It's BC's premier liquor shopping experience with something for everyone. AngryOtterLiquor.crs for a list of locations. We are the doing part one of a two-parter uh, this month and next month, our broadcast podcast. Uh, focuses on the beers of the North Shore because North Shore uh, Craft Beer Week is in November and the uh, kickoff party is November 2nd at the Pipe Shop. I will be the uh, MC of that that event. Look forward to uh, look forward to doing that because we've gotten to know all these people in North Shore. Well, this is, I think, our third year of doing... Well, and I was just going to say, like, who'd have thunk when we, when we first started this one that we would have a part two? A part two, yeah. And something tells me... For next year, there might actually be a part three because uh, there's a couple more in the pipeline. Hey, well, that's, that's, that's down the road. Let's say hello to Simon Caldick, yeah, who is the baby. owner of Streetcar Brewing. 
How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, it's good. Good to see you. And, and I know that you're actively involved because I guess you're kind of like the, is it the ringmaster of the uh, of the group text? Or the ringleader? For, uh, for the North Shore <laughs> Brewers? A, a little bit. A little bit. I like, uh, you know, getting everybody together. You uh, well, you were involved in in the organization of the the previous couple of events that we did here, because yes. I guess you had a relationship with uh, with the, uh, the, the the business association. Or but the Shipyards Brewery District, it's just grown so much. I mean, it was it was the elements were in place like three years ago, but there's been like what three or four additions since then. Yeah, yeah, no, we have ten little places down here to come and drink, so it's been an explosive sort of thing all within sort of three blocks and. You know, a block away, starting from the sea bus. So. And some of them are front street facing. Some of them are alley facing. You're you're in the latter category, but it it doesn't deter people from finding where you, where you're at. No, it, it, we're a cool little sort of hidden place. And you know, if you come off the first street, it's a little scary coming down the stairs. But uh, mm-hmm. you get to a great brewery. Yeah, once you make, once you navigate the hill, that's, that's the only. Way. If, if if you're if you're if, if you can make it down the hill, you can do, the, you deserve to drink the beer. You're all good. So uh, for those that don't, don't recall, tell us the origins of uh, of streetcar brewing. When did when did you throw all your proverbial hat in the ring, and uh, what what made you want to be a part of this scene? Well, we we just had our four year anniversary. Four years, wow! Uh, so it, it, it took a couple of years to get going as well. But uh, yeah, no, we were, I was just super interested in the community, and when we were starting up, it was uh, just Greenleaf open, which has now closed. The but, late the late Greenleaf, yes. yeah. But uh, it was just Greenleaf and and beer, and and us were the ones sort of looking at opening. So. Uh, we're still figuring it all out, so that was the, the, the great interest. It's interesting because when they opened up, and I, I, have you been inside Streetcar? I haven't made you Streetcar just yet. Okay, so it, it was a fairly confined space, and then you know I, I, we worried so much about everybody when that when that horrible period that we don't refer to anymore happened. Because you're already limited in terms of your, of your capacity and what's this going to do for some of the smaller operators. And then, fortunately, because of some quick-thinking, you know, uh, civic-minded people that said, no, we, we need some help. Let's do outdoor extensions and stuff. So where are you sitting now in terms of the overall lay of streetcar brewing? You, you're looking pretty good with an indoor-outdoor thing? Yeah, we have we've, we turned kind of our whole sort of patio into like a giant patio. We've, we have tons of seats outside. We have uh, we added some some covering and we have fire pits and yeah, that's so important. That's so important because we we found that even like places like um, camp brewing in yes. in, in Langley for oh. example, right? Same yeah, ca- same kind of scenario. The, the patio scene for breweries has just changed immensely, and even though we hate talking about that period, I think it's been. The genesis of what we've seen with with that patio scene, and not just for breweries, but for restaurants, mom and pops, and all these other places, I think it's it's just added to a, a new layer mm-hmm. in in their their business offerings. Well, I think also, yeah. Simon, what what is good to see is that you know you can bring more breweries into an already populated area of breweries, and it just brings more people overall. But it's nice to see couple of you know like a cidery and and someone you know involving mead and things like that and and like cocktails there's there's really a, a an adult beverage scene that's really percolating here nicely 
Yeah, no, it's it's great to have that selection and also to be able to come down here. And if one of us is busy, you know, just a couple steps away, there's another place to go. Right. right? So tell us about streetcar brewing. What what are you uh, what are you known for? You got big cans, you got little cans. What's going on here? We, we got we got a mix of stuff, and our, our still our, our big favorite is still the peach rattler. It's our three percent. Three percent. Yeah, it's a nice three percent, especially in the summer, in the winter. You know, it's it's a Rattler. So especially if people are still getting into beer, or you're not wanting, you know, you're kind of beard out for the day, it, it still works for you. And if I've been paying attention to previous shows, Rick, doesn't Rattler mean bicycle <laughs> or something? I think it, 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 it's, there is there is some word there. Yeah, it's, there's it's something it's in that something film. in there. Yeah. Hey, I took a guess at bees. Yeah. I was I was pretty close. Um, okay, so um, uh, what else is going on at uh, Street Corner? Well, uh, for North Shore Craft Beer Week, uh, our special day is November thirteenth, uh, twelve to nine. We have we're doing a Pac Man tournament. Oh. Uh, and then we also have the Wings food truck going to be down for the day. Well, I was pretty good at Ms. Pac-Man. By the way, I was the Southern Ontario waka, Bar waka, Champion waka, waka, waka. of Donkey Kong back, oh. back in the late 80s, just so you know. So I can, I can work my way around. Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. There you go. And you have, you have a bunch of screens up? What, what's, this, what's this? Yeah, we have a, we'll, we'll have a bunch of sort of tabletop machines. You can do, uh, this will be player versus player, and then kind of tournament style. you got to beat the next person. Different brackets. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Are you going to do a Pac-Man-inspired beer for that, too? Uh, we're, we're working on something, yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so if you know the lay of the land in, in the North Shore, you're just off Esplanade. Tell us exactly how you find streetcar brewing. Well, there's there's two ways to go. You can kind of you, you go up Lonsdale, uh, you turn right at first, and then you kind of find we're kind of a hidden door to find, which is the fun way to find us. It's a dark red alley down. <laughs> Just red doesn't, light. Doesn't sound too sketchy at all, does pretty, it? Pretty sketchy, but yeah. then you come out into the place. Uh, and then, you know, you, you get to see the whole, we're, we're wide open, so you get to see the whole brewing process. And then you go out, find uh, find your seat. Okay. And the Pac-Man tournament night again is? November 13th. November 13th. It is uh, Streetcar Brewing, part of North Shore Craft Beer Week. Simon, uh, Simon, always a pleasure to see you, man. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just here for the Beer Radio, presented by Shop Angry Otter Liquor Stores, where local lives. 28 locations from Vancouver to the Okanagan. They are BC's premier liquor shopping experience with something for everyone. Every Angry Otter Liquor location has a trained team and a vast curated selection 
of the best beer from your neighborhood to the province. Check out Angry Otter Liquor on Facebook, Instagram, or angryotterliquor.crs for a list of locations. This is our uh, annual show from the Gull in North Vancouver. Uh, This time, this is the first part of a two-parter because we are dedicated to focusing on the great beer scene over here in advance of North Shore Craft Beer Week, which happens in November, the uh, big launch party that I will be gladly hosting November 2nd at the Pipe Shop in uh, in the Shipyards District. Um, we're here, of course, at the Gull, home of the best burger on the North Shore, though we didn't have one today. But no. Next, next Security thing. board was pretty good, yeah, though. It was very good, yeah. Ryan Schultz is our guest. He is with Shaketown Brewing. Yeah. Ryan, always a pleasure. Thank you for being here, guys. It's um, always a pleasure to be on here. First of all, um, we got to sample this because this is, I don't think we've ever had a fresher beer uh, this was just canned today. What what, are we, what is this? So, yeah, we canned this this afternoon. It is uh, a seasonal beer that we like to kind of experiment with different flavors. Sometimes we use fruit. This one is a pear, ginger, and lemon wow. ale. Uh, so it is... Uh, it's not too fruit forward. It's not sour. Um, it's still pretty dry, but it's an amazing food pairing beer. It's got um, it's got subtle ginger, but like you know, pear is pretty subtle in terms of a fruit flavor. But um, it's just got a great mix. It's like for me, it tastes like almost like a iced tea a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, it's almost like a Sprite and Seven Up flavors. Which, if you had this conversation ten years ago, people would go, "You can't be talking about beer." Sorry. Well, when 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 I first smelt this one, I was like, "Wow, that was that, that was awesome." And then you know, Ryan was saying that the ginger toned down. But when you look at these flavors individually, like you know, you're going to think the pear is going to be super sweet, that the ginger is going to be really punchy and up in your face, and then the, and then you've got the lime there. But as you put them together in this configuration, wow. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah. We were really happy with this one, actually. And obviously, our branding, as you guys know, is very playful. So we called this the PGL. And what the PGL, <laughs> the pear, ginger, lemon, obviously. But then what we have done in our seasonals is create uh, a fake Shaketown business spotlight for these businesses. And so this business that we're featuring on this one is uh, Perry Granger and Lennon and Associates, which are a legal firm that uh, totally screwed up the um, Shaketown uh, Golf and Country Club and stole everybody's money. Uh, and, um, yeah, we thought it was hilarious. Well, and for those that don't understand, because you have explained this to us before, but you have a consistent theme that runs throughout the whole concept of Shaketown Brewing. There's a story, whether real or imagined, there's a story that you are parlaying to people. What's been the response from that? It's been great. I mean, we uh, I ran it by the city of North Van, obviously, to start. Uh, but we do have one foot uh, rested in history because Shaketown was the original name of Lynn Valley back yep. in back in the 1800s. Yep. And and then we have one foot in just total BS. And it is uh, and it's and we we get the, the freedom to play around with all of these fake businesses and, um, you know, fake Shaketonians of the month. The last seasonal we just made, which was a uh, mango, cranberry and raspberry beer. And we made the sh- the the business profile or the person profile was the uh, the mascot of the Shaketown Beavers, which is a mythical uh, Shaketown baseball team, and he's a beaver. And the story we created was you know the beaver just wandered out on the uh, bottom of the eighth inning and tripped the outfielder and he missed the catch and the Shaketown Beavers won the championship. So who is who are the creative geniuses behind this? Because do you have like weekly or monthly or semi-annual get-togethers where you just have a couple of beers and just create storyboards with all this 
part fact and part BS. <laughs> so I work really well. Like, uh, I mean, my background's in advertising, but I work with uh, the the company that does all of our stuff. It's called Very Polite Agency, and they're they're very very they they birthed this brand essentially. And I have a great relationship with them. So we we riff off of each other quite a bit, and we uh, we just. Like, uh, literally, I'll just send him, like, a one-liner. I was like, hey, we've got a pear, ginger, lemon, ale. This is kind of the tasting notes. Um, I'm thinking maybe we could do something, you know, about this, and I'll look at the brand book, and then he'll just come up with a mock-up, and then we'll it will, it'll be done in uh, two days. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And as I said, like, so you, you, so the reaction's been really good, and you were saying that, because uh, I was asking if that's a Shaketown shirt, and it's not, but you said that your, your merch is selling out. So I'm, that's a good sign as well. Yeah, we uh, we have so much depth in terms of our, our brand language that we can pull from, whether it's fake businesses or stories. And we just we just did a run of three shirts. Uh, one of them was the Shaketown Cougar Defense Coalition, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, try wearing that in West Vancouver and see the looks that you get. <laughs> um, and then one of them was uh, a doctored logo of the old Expo '86 logo, but we did Shaketown '69, which was which sold really well. And then we have a loggers and loggers and loggers, but loggers yeah. as in beer and loggers as in the tree yeah. people. But uh, and they're all selling really great, which is awesome. But uh, but no, the brand has been fantastic, and uh, and uh, we've seen some great awards this year too, which is which is fantastic. Well, do, do tell, what did you win? Uh, so we uh, we were very honored to pick up one of the uh, prestigious World Beer Cup awards. So oh. I believe there was only eight or nine breweries in Canada that took home a medal, uh, and the majority of them were actually from BC. And I submitted a um, uh, one of our seasonals from last year, which were actually bringing back in December, and it was a Szechuan peppercorn and blood orange grisette. And it is a phenomenal beer, a great food pairing beer, especially with Asian cuisine. And uh, and so I shipped it off to them. Uh, our brewmaster, Dave Varga, was like, oh, it's too old to send. And I was like, I think this will do pretty well. And and they uh, we got bronze in the, in the herb and spice beer category, which is like pretty good for being open for just about a year and, and a half. for the world and for the world that's yeah. pretty damn impressive and for those that um aren't, aren't aware you all of your beers are on the lower side when it comes to uh alcohol by volume we like to play around in the sessionable space so uh our pilsner uh which is one of our best-selling beers that's at five percent and then all of our core beers are kabike wheat beer river pale ale our light lager um and uh, yeah, so those four beers are are five percent and under. And uh, honestly, it was a gamble when we first started because uh, the trends were shifting that way. But they was a hard sell when you have you know those the young college kids that come in and they look at your menu and they're like, "What the hell? This mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense." <laughs> uh, but you know you have to own a space because uh, this this market is so saturated as a as a brewery, yeah. and you have to if you don't find a niche in this in this business, you're you're just another brewery at the end of the day, so it, it's been a, it's been a struggle to to adhere to that. Um, obviously, we'll do seasonals that'll play in. You know, we're doing a rotating IPA series right now, and we've got two great IPAs on tap right now, and they're in the six and a half seven percent range, and they're phenomenal. I remember uh, I saw you about a year and some ago, and uh, you were talking about do- doing some kind of food programming in uh, in Shaketown. What what have you introduced since then? So we've got a couple of ideas on the table, actually. Uh, it'll take a little bit of an investment in terms of moving some things around in the back end to make it up to health standards. But uh, I have made some uh, equipment purchases, so we do 
we do have some things on the horizon uh, coming up in the summer. Uh, uh, I, it's still in the early stages, but we have some potential partnerships that we oh, are cool. talking to right yeah. now, and uh, and they'll be more permanent, which is which is fantastic. And, and you must be digging the fact that you're kind of like smack dab in the middle of this great thing going on on Esplanade, and you've got you've got some meatish beer, you've got cider. You've got a distillery. You've got a bunch of other competitors, but it's all one happy street, isn't it? It's amazing. I, I've always talked about the uh, the collaboration in this community and the supportiveness. Uh, I mean, whether it's the Shipyards Brewery District or you know the North Shore Craft Beer Week, it it's just a great community. Uh, I mean, we're hosting the collaboration brew uh, for the North Shore Craft Beer Week at Shaketown on Friday. And honestly, I've been a couple times, but it's just a time where everybody brings a flat of beer of their own product. We'll order some lunch, and literally people, in quotes, help Dave (laughs) do the beer. But whether, I mean, he's doing most of the work, and everyone's just sort of sitting there, you know, giving him some golf claps and some support and and just having a great time. It's, It's such a fun... It's such a fun industry to be in. And do you have a set night circled on your calendar for what you're doing during the North Shore Craft Beer Week? Yeah, well, I mean, we've got a band come in. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. And then we're going to organize some food. Uh, we're going to make it a themed night. Uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. We have a Friday night, which is great. We, yeah. we drew a great night. So we have the day after the, the, North, the, the Pipe Shop Festival. Right. And uh, Friday nights are always fun, so we've got a, a great three-piece band coming in, and then we've got, uh, and it'll just be a, a fun time. We'll, we'll have some food there, too, and our parties at Shaketown are epic. It's, uh, it's, it's always a good time down there. That is Friday, November 3rd, will be your night during um, North Shore Craft Beer Week. Ryan Schultz from Shaketown Brewing. It's a really cool concept, uh, and the design is just so killer, and we wish you nothing but continued success, sir. Awesome. Thank Thanks you so much, us. guys. Cheers. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is just here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. Just here for the beer radio. You can also download Just Here for the Beer through justhereforthebeer.com and available on all streaming services, broadcasting on Sportsnet 650 and 96.9 FM HD3. We're doing a special dedicated show to the breweries of North Van. In fact, uh, the area is so big, we're doing this in two parts. This is part one. Part, part two will be next month, and this is in advance of North Shore Craft Beer Week, which is coming up in November. David Brown is the uh, director of sales from Bridge Brewing in North Van. And David, uh, you're kind of like the OGs when you think about the North Van beer scene because you've been, you as Bridge Brewing, have been doing this quite a while. Look at what's happened on the North Shore. Isn't it incredible? It's 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 fantastic. I mean. Any growth for the community is best for everyone all together. Like, we want to see craft beer grow. And um, 
Yeah, just the, uh, the, the the way the craft beer has taken off on the North Shore and become a destination spot has just been an absolute blessing, and, and we, we love to see it. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because the, uh, the North Shore beer scene literally goes from just coming off the Ironworkers Memorial Bridge all the way virtually to the Lionsgate Bridge. And I would think per capita, because when people think of the craft beer explosion, certainly East Van comes to mind. Fort Moody certainly comes to mind. But you can't overlook North Van. And Jennifer Belak from uh, Vancouver's North Shore Tourism was telling us earlier that uh, there's a couple more slated. Like, you guys aren't done yet. you got no, some more yeah. partners coming into the mix in the next year or two. So. Yeah, I've heard about some things coming up. Yeah, yeah it just keeps growing. I mean, and, I mean, we've been expanding and seeing the other brewers expanding and... I mean, it's it's great to be able to hop over on the sea bus and come over, or come over, uh, just drive over, find your find any way you can to get over. And recently, they've added the scooters and the electric bikes have yeah. been there now, and we're just seeing people just loving to come over and make a full tour out of it. And, and there's you know, there's you're you're not far away from Wild Eye Brewing. There's uh, Sons of Vancouver if you want some spirits. So it's kind of like a cool little beverage scene in, in your part of North Vancouver. Um, we're in September now, late September. How is summer at Bridge Brewing? Summer is always busy for beer. People like drinking their beer in the summer. You know, they uh, the sun's out. You're drinking a little earlier. You're drinking a little, little later. But we were busy. Um, it was a great summer. Lots lots of fun beer uh, with our our popular beers like Prime Time and Bourbon Blood Orange and some of our staples. We get so busy in the summer that. We're just spending all of our efforts just making sure that you know, everyone's fridges are full and we're getting that beer out there. And uh, not that we expect things to be slowing down a lot now as fall starts to roll in, but it also means that we have a bit more time to make some more fun, limited beers and have some fun with that as well. So, And, and when you did the prime time, I mean, part of the part of the fun of beer is that from the beginning of beer, which I guess goes back to the 1800s or whenever beer started, all, up to like modern day and the explosion of craft beer, uh, everybody's trying their different this and that in beer and, and trying to push the envelope as much as they can. When primetime came along, you just kind of kept it simple and just decided to maybe cut the calories a little bit and uh, give us just a basic good beer without putting on a lot of poundage. Yeah, I, I mean, there was a, I think a desire for that. A lot of people that I've talked before on the show, too, about it, but a lot of people felt uh, with hazy IPAs and milkshake IPAs and big chocolate stouts and that uh, they were noticing that it would affect them a little bit more than what they were used to. And part of that, we see that rise of vodka sodas and things like that. And I think what's really helped Primetime set it apart is that we have the same basic stat line you'd get from a vodka soda, but we haven't dropped the alcohol. It's still just a good tasting beer. It's yeah. 5%. Yeah. It's keto-friendly, but only 110 calories. And the one thing that I still even get to this day, where a little less because people seem to really know it now, but you're at a beer festival, you're at a tasting, you explain to someone what it is, maybe they're a little hesitant, they have a sip, and they go, oh, wow, it tastes like beer. It's good beer. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's beer. It's just good beer. And, and that's more the expression, putting juice to lips. I mean, because you can talk all you want about it, and but until you try it, and you go, yeah, that's really good. So congrats. How many how many beers deep are you into the primetime lineup now? Primetime right now has four products. Uh, we have the IPA, the original, the tropical, and then the blackberry is a little bit darker, a little more kind of fall-focused. Um might be stay tuned always watch our instagram there's always things in the works so uh i wouldn't be surprised if somewhere over the next few months there's some uh 
some fun flavors that might pop up. Well, you got some fun things in front of you here, David Brown from Bridge Brewing in North Vancouver. Um, back in my day, it's called. What, what's, uh, what's the origins of that? Yeah, just hitting shelves right now, so perfect timing to talk about this one. Uh, it's a beer we've made just a few times. The brewers love making it. Very traditional. So an ESB, English style, basically pale ale. Very traditional. But sometimes, you know, as much as we love our sours and adjuncts and this and that, like sometimes you got to put out just a good old-fashioned traditional style of beer, and uh, this is definitely one of those. And you know, this, this is the kind of beer that uh, the original camera organization would be all oh, about. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next to it, get to the chopper. Tell yeah, me about it. this is kind of the more exciting one for me to talk about. Um, we. We, we do take our limited release uh, program pretty seriously. We think it's really important, uh, not just for giving the brewers an ability to have some fun, come up with new recipes, for our marketing team to come up with new fun names, great new labels. This has a really fun label on it, kind of a metallic helicopter. It's got the yeah. Predator quote, Arnold Schwarzenegger, get to the chopper. Um, but... Uh, we, we, we put out these beers. We want people to know that when they come to the brewery, there's going to be something new. When they go to the liquor store, they can look for something new from us. And um, we put this beer out this summer as we do. And, and sometimes, you know, if, if that beer is a success, we have to make it again. And we have, I believe, our fourth or fifth tank coming out in uh, next week of this beer. Just because the demand was so big, people loved it. It became such a big beer for us at the tasting room. It's going to probably become a full-time beer for us. Nice. Yeah. Lemon gin saison. One last beer there, yeah. We've done this beer, I believe this is year six. Um, one of the limiteds, it's stated limited, but we try to bring back every year because people just love it. So this is a traditional Saison beer, and we've added juniper, coriander, peppercorn, giving it these very nice botanical, kind of cocktail-esque features, similar to that line where the bourbon blood orange comes from, where it's uh, like that's based off of the old-fashioned yeah, cocktail. That's one, of, that's one of your starters. That's beers. one of our staples, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and we love being able to have a booze-focused, right. cocktail-focused beers. This beer almost tastes like a like a RTD or or um, a cocktail while still just being a beer, and it's very approachable for people that don't like hoppy or anything like that. Very easy to drink. Well, we've got uh, the North Shore Craft Beer Week coming up in November. November 2nd is the uh, launch at the Pipe Shop in uh, in uh, the shipyards area. Really, yeah. And uh, I know the tickets are going fast, so you want to you want to check that out quickly. But um, every brewery in North Van is doing kind of their night or their thing, in addition to doing a collaborative beer. So this is all of the breweries in North Vancouver teaming up together for one killer beer. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've been doing this festival now for quite some time. Just growing in popularity every year, and every year it's fun because there seems to be one or two new breweries that are also there as well. So we've made the collab ourselves before. This year it's at Shaketown. It's being brewed today. Um, it'll launch uh, just before the festival. Keep an eye out for it. What do you know the style of it? You know what? Off the top of my head, I, I can't remember the but style. You, they were doing something funky. They were doing something yeah, funky. They, I remember they, they, they were really flexing they, the muscles. They, they, they kind of keep it under yeah. wraps. But the thing is, you've got so many minds involved. I, I have no idea how all those brewers can come together and decide on. on well, let's see. I did the marketing sales <laughs> side, and this one was definitely a brewers putting their head together, yeah. and that's when they like to nerd out and yeah, make something make yeah. something a little bit different. So, fortunately, uh, I, I wasn't over there today, but I'm sure people will be talking about what that beer is coming up soon. But it's great because it allows us to 
get together as a group, have a good time, but then also just kind of show off what the North Shore is doing. And also, uh, you can follow uh, Bridge Brewing as you can follow all of the breweries on uh, social media, your Instagram account, because every brewer is doing a special day, an event during the North Shore Craft Beer Week, and uh, we don't want to give everything away, so we just kind of get you to go to the Instagram account, um, and I'm sure you'll have something incredibly special. But I do give you a lot of credit because when you started, when Bridge Brewing first started up, how many years ago? Do we know that? Was that we're at, uh, we're over 10 years over now. Over 10 yeah, years. Yeah, we'll be, uh, I believe, 11 this summer. And there was probably a or lot. next of, summer. There was probably a lot of non-believers thinking, whoa, a brewery on the North Shore? It's not going to, but look at what's happened. It's just I don't even know if ownership expected or yeah. believed that the, the size of, we started as a nano brewery before moving. And, um, I mean, they were excited about beer, love beer. I don't the, the the world hadn't changed the way it had locally for, for the love of craft beer. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't see any end to, to the way things are going, but it's been, been a crazy journey. So. And, and where you're located, which we'll get you to tell us again, where is, where is Bridge Brewing located? Yeah, we're at 1448 Charlotte Road. We're kind of just over the Iron Workers, just past Canadian Tire up the road there. We also do have our restaurant on Lonsdale, a satellite tasting room, the so you can come deck. get everything at the same prices you can get at yeah. the tasting room okay. if that's a little easier for you to get to, just off of 12th and Lonsdale. And we'll be doing something for our for our event at both locations, and that's on Sunday, November 5th. So just keep an eye on our Instagram. Yeah, and you still doing the tacos at the tasting room? The tacos, uh... Might be coming back to the okay, tasting. All right, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know if I said that out loud. Right. Uh, right now we're doing sandwiches at the tasting yep. room. The tacos are at the satellite tasting room on yep. Lonsdale with a big full menu. You can get burgers. You can get all sorts oh, of nice, stuff. Nice. Fantastic kitchen. They're doing some really good work up there. And I will always say that uh, Bridge Brewing is a great place to wait out the bridge traffic too. Right? Hey, absolutely. Okay. You're stuck in traffic. Come down and hang out with us. We're always welcome you. David Brown, a pleasure as always. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, Joe. Cheers. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your host Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Well, that is a wrap for our show, part one of the uh, pre-North Van uh, Craft Beer Week, the North Shore Craft Beer Week, I should say, as we broadcast from the uh, Gull in North Vancouver. Our thanks to uh, Jennifer Belak, the Executive Director of Vancouver's North Shore Tourism. Uh, as we said, this is part one, so half of the brew scene was on this show. That's right. And there's still no other show with another half of the uh, brew scene and expanding because... There's distillery, there's a cidery, and there's so much more. A lot of good things going on. The kickoff for North Shore Craft Beer Week is November 2nd at the uh, Pipe Shop. Episodes of this program are available on our website, justhereforthebeer.com. You can stream it through the various streaming devices, the podcast, and um, looking forward to it. Beer tours are, uh, what are you planning for the uh, winter? Brewery tours are still up and available, so if you want to get something together for your team, your staff... Birthdays, stag, stagettes, give me a call, 778-227-8977, or rick at justhereforthebeer.com, and uh, we'll, we'll set you up. And our thanks to producer Eddie Gregory. Thank yeah. you for uh, joining us, Eddie, at the, uh, at the Gull in North Vancouver. Our thanks to the folks at the Gull as well. And we look forward to part two of our show as we venture through the beers and brews of North Vancouver. We'll join you next month. Cheers. 
just here for the Beer Radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through justhereforthebeer.com. For more information, check out justhereforthebeer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.